Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for July 10th through the 14th. We're virtual today. Just one of those days. It's not even rainy. It's just one of those days that I was like, nope, I'd rather stay at home. I wasn't going to say any reason why. I was just going to let you have no, it. I'll, one of those days. No, I'll have it. I'll have it. It was one of those days. My whole house needs Gotta clean. Girl, so. girl, Do you know that song from the 90s? No. Oh my. No. Goodness gracious. Okay. Sing it again. It's just one of those days that a girl goes through. You have oh, to know okay. this yes, song. I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. Know okay. Okay. I had to okay. think. Sorry. That's not why. I'm not saying that that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Spreading rumors like about me. really needs to know that about you either. <laughs> She's fine. She just needed a day to not have to go anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Like fully fully understand for like the past two weeks i've been gone from like eight until eight almost every yes. day with like maybe a pit stop at home and i'm like oh exactly i just have too much laundry and stuff if i leave the house and i come home and i'm like oh i was already productive now i don't have to do anything so if i get this done this way then i will hopefully actually accomplish something besides just this today join us for more tips <laughs> <laughs> that's a different little corner thing that we could have like another right. little segment <laughs> i feel like we put those in there anyway yeah we share lots of irrelevant information it's not irrelevant it's useful and just think if you had not did you ever try that lotion for madeline i couldn't find it Mm. i have to order i have to order it off amazon which my amazon cart is one of those things also that i'm like oh yeah yeah i'll just add all this stuff and then i never actually do it oh go to save for later yeah so we received a very lengthy Uh uh-oh who'd we make mad regarding Esme and her amnesia. Okay. 
that I'm not sure if we should save for next week when we're in person or make it a little bonus episode discussing because I have not read it yet. Oh, it's, yeah, that's, that's a book. I, I can see. Caught it. Nope. Oh, my God. That's like a write-up for our 411. Well, and that's where I'm kind of like, maybe we just need to have, I don't know, a fan spotlight with, it's Janelle. Yeah. So, Janelle, fill out the fan spotlight form, and we can go over all of this. Yes. And we'll try to do it soon. That way, we're not off um, topic. Right. So, totally appreciate, and I'll just say that it started off. I tried to summarize my thoughts about the current storyline and would love to hear yours. I tried to keep it brief, but there's so much material to review. I hope it's not too long for you. It's not. We just definitely want to give it. Right. The I attention have it, it deserves. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You took the time to write it in. We want to be able to take the time to respond accordingly. So there you go. But yeah, so we will definitely, definitely address Janelle's book topic. <laughs> But I think it would be great if she just wrote in and I know that we have a few people that we still need to get scheduled for fan spotlights. I might just bump this one ahead though, guys. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Because it is a time sensitive topic. There you go. So I guess the only other real Port Charles pipeline, but it's not really Port Charles pipeline. It is world pipeline. Real world news. <laughs> I don't like that. The real world is not fun. So the SAG-AFTRA actors went on strike this week as well, but I'm seeing that soap actors actually have to keep working. Oh. If I understood this article from USA Today, it says, you know, 160,000 members of the Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Television and Radio Artists has left Hollywood at a virtual standstill, in addition to the writers still being on strike. Mm -hmm. Like we're over two months now with that. It's the first time since 1960 that both have striked at the same time. Uh, plenty of shows in the pipeline, blah, 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 blah. Most won't feel the pain of it until later this year. Well, yeah, the fall. Right yeah. now, we don't do it. I mean, typically they're filming oh, now should. before the right. fall. So TV news anchors do not go on strike because they are not part of the labor action that affects that. Okay. The late night talk shows went on strike because of the writers. Okay. That went away because of the writers. Yeah. Are daytime soap actors on strike? No. While they are SAG AFTRA members, stars of the four remaining daytime soaps, General Hospital, The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, and Days of Our Lives, fall under a different contract. The same one that covers shows like Good Morning America and The View. Deadline reports that non-union writers continue to turn out scripts, so the year-round serials are expected to remain in production. And then I thought that I read somewhere that if they don't, they could be fined. So I don't know. Hmm. It's, I guess it's a weird, weird time. Yeah. Under a different contract, they work under net code. We are required to work or be sued for breach of contract. All righty. But I mean, that's good news for us, but that sucks for them. But is it? Because quality over quantity, right? Well, that's true. You know, I think that we are all pretty much in agreement. We could go down to four days and be okay. Because yes. it would, but I feel like we're already in the, I mean, Sophia Matson had her baby in May. We're already six, we're well over six weeks out from like when they would have been recording. Right. So, I mean, were they double recording episodes, you know, working overtime to record them? Because when's she having this baby? Right. <laughs> right. So I don't know if we're on the, 
the substitute writer scripts yet or if we're still on the stockpiled scripts or what. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I would, I personally would much rather have four episodes a week, maybe even three, do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know. Something. Something. You know, because yes, General Hospital is on Hulu, but they go away. So they're only right. a limited time that you can watch them. We, even though we keep asking for it. Yep. Well, this just set back our plans to have, oh, where's that? What was it? Uh, General Hospital on ABC? Yeah. What was it called again? I don't know. You can't ask me that. Listen, sometimes you know these things. No, that was like a, I told you about it and it left my brain. Oh, what was that called? All right. But whatever that thing was that came out with ABC saying that, oh, ABC launches free general hospital streaming channel. There you go. See? And Spotlight, Spotlight. That was what it was called. I wonder if that's still going, being that that's streaming old episodes. I don't know. I did not check that out because it didn't have anything to do with our research recently. <laughs> it didn't occur to me until just now, or I would have. As of right now, it is still on. And as of right this second, I am seeing April 19th, 2018. Chase, catch, Chase catches Sunny off guard. Liz sympathizes with Franco's possible triggers. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. What will happen? <gasps> My goodness. What's he talking about? I don't know. We're not going to get into that. But yeah, so as of right now, it's still on. Still running. So. Okay. All right. So what was um, Hulu's headlines? For the current shows? For the current show. Yes, please. Okay. So on Monday, a shot. So it was a shot. Thank I you. Still, however, it was coming from above. So I don't think I was completely off base with guessing that it was possibly some kind of a missile. All right. Or some kind of like, I feel like a missile is being... <laughs> That's a little big. dramatic. But that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking yeah. about like like grenades or something like being thrown in because it was coming from above. Okay. But okay, it was a gun. It. it was gun at the uh shot rings out at the Metro Court. Dex gets bad news. Alexis urges caution. Molly ponders an offer. No, she didn't. No. And Jocelyn doesn't like what she sees. What a shock. Okay. Right. On Tuesday, a life hangs in the balance. Marshall opens up to Stella. Nina is horrified. Finn and Liz have a frank talk, and Joss is suspicious. Okay. On Wednesday, Lucy and Felicia embark on a caper. <laughs> I love that they use that word. Sasha surprises Maxie, chases gobsmacked, Martin seeks advice, and Cody tries to outsmart Selena. On Thursday, TJ assists in surgery. It was not supposed to. Go ahead. Chase makes an arrest. Michael makes a romantic gesture. Cute. Alexis is worried about Christina, and Cody makes an offer. On Friday, Christina gets the cold shoulder. Dante develops a theory. Gladys tries to run interference. Trina is overcome with emotion. And Mac makes an admission to Sam. That one was accurate. Good job, Friday. So do we just want to pick up where the cliffhanger left off? Sure. Last week, where they were gunshots, three shot at the Metro Court pool. And our buddy, Steve Silverman, reminded us. So for those of you in the back... Thus far, this summer at the Metro Court rooftop deck, one guy cracked his head open, almost drowned, and thinks he's someone else. And now another guy got shot and may never be able to walk again. But on the upside, they are running a crazy margarita special that comes off comes with half-price appetizers, 4 to 6 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> oh, I love Steve. Yes, me too. So Curtis was shot by a ricochet bullet. Yeah. There's a new 
that Gabe guy is new, right? Yes. New security guard. To be fair, he was inside mm -hmm. trying to keep everything together. Contained. Yeah. Yes. And then Dante said, questioned, was it for Sunny or Anna? Yeah, I liked that because I, I think assumed, it's Anna. Right. I had just assumed in the beginning that it's for Sunny. It's always for Sunny. But once they brought that twist in, I was like, oh, I like this. Mm -hmm. I really, really like this twist that they've thrown right. in there. It makes sense. It does. It does. Lots of people need to be angry with her. So, And somebody just spray painted the murderer on her mm -hmm. door and she's right. kind of blown it off. But, yeah. you know, it kind of feeds that know something seriously going on here. Right. And I'm just going to run with Anna for a minute before we get back to Curtis. But then she, you know, does whatever she wants to do. So she found the room that the shots were fired from and she finds, well, they find the gun and she says, oh, it's untraceable or whatever. And Dante says, no, I was able to trace the pieces and it's from the WSB. So somebody who is no longer with the WSB has put some merchandise together to come after you. So however maybe we uh -oh. understand why this person is no longer with the wsb because they left an assault rifle under a couch <laughs> right right i feel like the wsb does the kind of thing that you saw in the old movies where they would have just you know like a small case right put it all together take it all apart like you see in the movies yeah and would just walk calmly out unless it was kind of like some dude's like calling card like for you to figure out who it is Ooh. Like have have they had another case where these pieces were put together and left behind? So who would be going after Anna? That's no longer in the WSB or doesn't want people to associate that he's in the WSB. I guess they don't technically have to not be in it. I was going to say they are probably just fronting as being part of the WSB to throw off. My first instinct was the Asian Quarter storyline mm -hmm. yeah maybe we could be bringing the Wu family into this although she wasn't really i mean she was involved in it but that was because robin had the pearls on right. the doll mm -hmm. it's not like she was seeking them out right yeah she it was just because they had they were interested in robin because of the doll that's what I thought. At least that's how they played it, though. They could always rewrite the storyline because she was a double agent and be like, you didn't see this side of the story. Mm. I don't know. I just I really liked the twist that it was meant for Anna instead. And then later in the week, it shows Dante arresting someone out front of Anna's house. And then they talk for a minute and Anna's like, oh, no, I know who that is. He's not supposed to be here. But apparently Sonny put a guard on me, even though I said not to. I like that Sunny put someone on her and then we saw at the end of the week that she and Dante and Sunny were all sitting around talking about, all right, so um, who could it be? <laughs> right. Let's figure this out. I'm intrigued. I like this. I like this mystery. I like, what if it's Annie? What if it's Annie Donnelly? No. Why? But what if she's mad about something that happened to Sean? Right. Right. Anna could have definitely compromised. And now, and now that she's, Seen that she was a double agent. Mm -hmm. Wasn't Sean a double agent though, too? Yeah. I am pretty I'm, sure. I'm yeah. almost positive. I, I would agree with that in 90 some percent. Just going to do a quick 
a quick Google search. Who'd have thought? I feel like we need to make like a document for us to just do like a quick search of, we've already talked about this. We did, <laughs> we did quite the recap of Sean Donnelly too. Yes. He was director of WSB, police commissioner, secret agent, private investigator, and arms dealer. Huh. I don't know. An arms dealer makes you, I, not, I guess not a double agent, but you're definitely working for different sides. But that's how we met him. Yeah. All right. Just looking up the DVX and I don't see him written on here. Okay. I thought that he had something, that, but maybe it was just because of being through Anna, but by, by, by being associated with Anna. Right. At least we misremember the same things. Mm-hmm. We're consistent that way. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who it could be. But yes, I agree. I'm intrigued to find out. I like that Valentine sent Martin to check on her mm-hmm. when he found out. And I love, okay, I love Martin. I know you do. <laughs> I just, I don't know. He's just so interesting to me. But he's like... He's like a 12-year-old little boy. Like, why doesn't she like me? What happened? <laughs> and Anna's very blunt. Um, Yeah, so she just lied to you. Exactly, exactly. It's like, um, Lucy's always been obsessed with being married and having weddings and doing all of that. So if she's saying that she's not now, mm-mm, that's a lie. Yeah. And fair enough. I mean, he knows her history, but he doesn't know her in those situations to see... Right how in love with love she is, you know? Yes. And she could have changed her mind. Like most, I would say most people when they're younger are like, oh yeah, to be in love and married, that's wonderful, blah, blah, blah. But after you've had some bad experiences, your perspective changes a little and you could be anti-marriage then. So, I mean, that seems to be how Martin is. He tried it three times. It didn't work. Four times? Four times or three times? Three. He has three okay. ex-wives. Yeah. So three. He's not going to do it again. Right. So Lucy could be in the same boat. However, Martin is receiving $50,000 a month in alimony from, good for Anna for keeping that tight-lipped and not yeah. telling Lucy. Right. Until she had the conversation with Martin. However, I'm thinking ex-wife number three that pays him the $50,000 a month is the one who developed the product similar to the deceptor martin has that inside information he has then translated it into giving the idea to lucy and she got it to market in six months right and now it's a top seller and now his ex-wife hired tracy or is in cahoots with tracy mm-hmm. to take it down but who is the we have to know who this third ex-wife is right like we have to know who this person is yes, so yes. who is it right i don't know I don't know. It would have to be someone really that Tracy hope, would work with. It ha- would have to be someone that Tracy. I really hope that it's someone from All My Children or One Life to Live, though, because that would be great. So could it be Erica Kane? I don't see them getting married, but maybe like off screen in their later years, they fell in love. I don't know. Well, so how did it end when was she married when the show ended? I don't think so i don't erica kane had so many husbands i don't remember i'm <laughs> Who sorry had more husbands erica kane or carly right i don't i don't remember wasn't she married was she married to tad no she was married to jackson yes she was married okay. to jack so yeah i don't know i have to have to deep dive some creative old stories to put together a new story f- for them to end up together because i cannot picture it because I don't feel like it's going to be someone from GH. Or maybe they'll create a new character, but with the actress 
who portrayed somebody with Tad? Maybe. I don't know. I don't have all my children memory committed to my brain the way that I do General Hospital for some reason, just because it was probably my least favorite of the three. So, you know, how sometimes just stuff like um, that was in soap news this week. The actress that played uh, Tina Buchanan on All My Children or on One Life to Live passed away. And like I was scrolling i'm sorry i know i should know her name but i don't but i was scrolling through and i saw the picture and like again i was way younger back then whenever i was watching it like as a kid and as soon as i saw her face i was like oh that's tina and then i read the thing and i was like oh now i'm sad that the actress passed away yeah so i I just i don't know my all my children history as well as i should i'm sorry especially not to rewrite love general hospital podcast to, to rewrite people that Tad would go on and marry. Yeah, I'm not sure. But not Tad. It would just be... Martin, yeah. I'm just, I'm really interested. Like, I, I like that they're doing this. I think that yeah. it, I think it has a great opportunity to shock us. Right. And the, and just play on the, the fun past. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of where I think that's going. But Anna put it on him. You're really choosing money over Lucy. Yeah. That's messed up. Like, if you really love Lucy... And the thing yes. is, I think thousand dollars is a lot of money. However, he's an attorney. She is making a lot of money in deception, which I mean, he knows is going to get sued and all that. But I don't know. I'd have the conversation. I think he should have the conversation with Lucy and be like, "Hey, listen, it's not that I don't love you. It's fifty thousand dollars a month. Do you know what we could do with this?" And then maybe she'd understand. Maybe I, I if somebody that I was dating said hey i don't really want to get married for x amount of years because my ex is paying me fifty thousand dollars i would be like yeah that's perfectly fine we don't have he should have been saving it and investing it and by now the interest should be paying out to him a pretty nice amount that he doesn't need you don't need beyond a certain amount he's making more in a month dollars he's making more in a month than a lot of people make in a year if he had just saved one year like he, you don't, I don't know. You're insane. You're I'm insane. Not. I'm realistic. You don't no. need, you don't need that much money. I don't know. I'm also the person that the second I ever win the lottery, I'm going to open a nonprofit and a retreat center. And like, I have all those. But how do you know that he's not going to do that or that he hasn't done that? You don't know. I don't know. I just, I feel like he's also, not, he paying, again, I don't feel like he, he is paying for, if he says that the reason he won't do it is because he is paying for his mother's care, I will accept that because that industry is a ripoff and bleeds people dry. Okay. See? So She's I will take care of his poor old mother and you're trying to give it acceptable. up. That is the only acceptable reason. But still, I don't know any nursing home facilities that cost $50,000 a month. I mean, they are expensive. Don't get me wrong. But that is the only acceptable answer I will accept for Martin. Other than that, and he's a lawyer. He makes good money. It doesn't matter. Okay, I, I agree. And he's single. What the heck does he need all of it for? I agree that at some point you can have too much money. Like if only one person wins the Powerball, I would like it to be me. But if only one person wins the Powerball, that is an obnoxious amount of money that I don't know how you would spend if you didn't donate some and buy things for other people and blah, 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 blah. So yes, I get that. But at the same time, 
I would not be like, no, 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 don't give me that much money. That's too much. I would take it and then figure out what I want to spend it on. So why would Martin leave But he's it? willing to lose Lucy over it. But I don't think he'll lose Lucy. I think he just needs to be honest with Lucy. And then she'll be like, heck yeah, $50,000. I don't know. I don't think I would want someone to pick me over $50,000. That's a lot of pressure. $50,000 a month. He has a good job. She makes her own money. Like, they, they're good. I don't know that I have... Unless, I mean, it's not like he's going to have to pay back the $50,000 a month for the past however long, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. You must have, like, better love than I do, because I don't know that I could justify getting rid of $50,000 a month just to be like, oh, yeah, instead of my boyfriend, fiance, this is my husband. I think I've been through enough hard times that we've hardly had anything, maybe, that do you think you would resent that person too? Like, especially if things didn't work out. Like, no, you are, you have to stay here and be committed to me because I gave up fifty thousand dollars a month to be with you. Mm, I don't know. I'd be angry at myself that I picked the dumb person over fifty thousand dollars. I don't. I, I don't so, know. All right, we're all just gonna agree that Shannon's wrong here and move on. It's acceptable. It's because of his mother's care. That's the only reason. Okay. Okay. All right, so we did all of Anna, even though we were starting with Curtis. I'm sorry, that was my fault. No, no, I mean, it covered a lot. So Curtis is shot, and Portia just kind of sits there saying, oh my God, Curtis is shot. Well, Jordan kind of takes over and is like, okay, we have to like be careful. Don't move. You don't want to get shot. Sunny heroically comes out and is like, here I am in case there's still a shooter and no more bullets are fired. And then Elizabeth and Finn come in and take care of Curtis until the paramedics get there. I liked that. I liked how Finn did take over. It was very, okay, we're here now. You know, you need to go be wife. Right. You know, and I mean, she was in a state of shock. So I did reach out to both of our friends, our married okay. friends that are involved, yes. because I was like, I need this answer from both of you. And of course, the husband does not know that I ask the wife these questions all the time, because the first thing I asked was, oh, 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 our favorite paramedic was back. Yes, yes, they yes, yes. Really, This would be the scene for us to have her watch and tell us how accurate this all is, mm -hmm. because they showed them coming in, giving talk like giving lingo right moving into the surgery room and leaving yeah. and then also had the police coming in like mm -hmm. that was a really good and they were trying out different camera angles which was interesting but they said that the glasgow coma scale was one 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 so i asked is that almost dead <laughs> and have either of you yelled come on stay with me at someone that you're working on thanks for participating in my gh research <laughs> She responded within five minutes saying that the, the coma scale, the 111, means that they are unresponsive, no eye-opening motor or verbal response. Okay. And I don't think I've yelled it dramatically, but have definitely said it. Oh. An hour and a half later, her husband, who was working <laughs> at the time, he was working, so yes, he might have been doing this at the time. Right. Text me, uh-oh, is everything okay? <laughs> And she responded, it's for her General Hospital podcast. I said, yeah, I'm watching for General Hospital. Want to know if you guys had the same answer regarding the come on, right. stay with me thing. But I did not spell out GH. I'm sorry. So I, that was on yeah. me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was on me. I said, I only usually ask her, 
but the yelling of stay with me, I was curious of both of your answers. And he said, oh, okay, that's better. <laughs> it's all good. Usually it's, oh, shoot for me. And a lot of asking my partners for equipment. And I said, you know, I really wouldn't have texted that question if it was an emergency. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, I didn't call 911 yet. I just happened to know that their score is 1111. And I thought I'd, you know, wait for your answer an hour and a half later before I called the paramedics. Yes. So that is the, but I was just curious. I'm like, because I feel like that is a natural thing that you would say to somebody. So yeah. I don't feel like it's exaggerated necessarily by being said on shows. Right. But I was just curious as to, okay, is that really something that you would say in the field? Yeah. So it, it seems so. <laughs> Sorry. I can picture her saying it. It does feel like it would be a more like intimate exchange, like as you're performing CPR or whatever, to be like, come on, stay with me. Blah, blah, blah. You wouldn't be shouting it for the whole world to hear. Right. So. Right. But yes. So they were able to get Curtis. Oh, because they also showed them coming into the, so they showed them coming to the pool, getting mm -hmm. him coming into the hospital trans and then that whole thing. So, I mean, they showed yeah. it from. Right. We got period. to see the whole scene. Yep. We'll have to plan that episode. We'll have to get some, if you guys have any ideas of, is that a realistic type of medical or emergency type scene? She's also a firefighter. So she's a firefighter and EMT and her husband's a medic. So we have the bases covered. If there was an episode of GH or a scene in GH that you want to know, is that how that would really happen? Let us know. There you we go. have an episode where we, show them to her and get the feedback there you go that would be fun but anyway curtis gets to the hospital and basically all week with him and i'm sorry i just didn't really care that much was him deciding if he was going to live or not it showed him you didn't care whenever he saw his mom I didn't. I, I didn't. I mean, it was sweet. He saw his mom and his brother, but like you knew at the end of the day, he was not dying. I would he have been was... ridiculously shocked if he, if they actually killed him. So no, it was, was like, ready okay. To be yeah. So it was like, okay, we're playing this, but we know how it ends already. Like I have no emotional investment because I already know the ending. See, I thought it was sweet just because Curtis is such a good son and he always talks so sweetly about his mom you know it was just the way that he's always talked about her but what i wrote was this would be so nice if we hadn't d just done this exact same thing with willow and harmony right the exact same thing because then he's hearing tj talking she heard michael talking like yeah it, it's the exact same thing it is i liked having his mom though i thought that was sweet just didn't it just didn't do much for me so then at the end, there was that dramatic pause of TJ coming out and Portia saying, what happened? Did he make it? Blah, blah, blah. And then pause. And then she said it again. And he was like, yeah, but there was complications. And so Dr. So-and-so is going to come and tell you about that. So now Dr. we're waiting. Dr. Barnsdale. He's a neurosurgeon. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to have to wait and see if he is paralyzed or whatever they're moving him to the icu only one visitor at a time and then yeah. trina went and got all upset who was it that was talking with portia that they were like you're so calm and she's like i know the answers to these questions you know it's yeah i know that the longer he's in the less likely it's going to be for him the, the more complications he's going to have in recovery right right and i mean that has to be hard but i mean she was still so calm about it but mm -hmm. it's and that's part of her job is she knows that stuff yeah i don't know 
Oh, was it Nina? Maybe. I don't know. But Dex gets the phone call that Curtis was shot and tells Trina after he's done making out with Joss. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody I, thought to call Trina? Right, 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 right. Portia I didn't did. think I have to call my daughter? Yeah, I I didn't understand that. Liz didn't think I should probably call Trina? Mm-hmm. Of everybody, I'm probably the most surprised at Liz. Portia perhaps just wasn't, she was still in that state of shock and wasn't really right. going, or Jordan. Right. And I would think that that would have been Stella's first question. Do I need to go pick up Trina, like, on my way to the hospital? Well, they found out after her, but still have her ask. Yeah. So she and Marshall were sitting at Haven Bistro, mm-hmm. catching up and talking about Curtis's mom and Epiphany. Yeah. I'm really surprised that they had Stella say shrink. I feel like especially given her her career as like a social worker. Yeah. She would not say you need to go see a shrink. Yeah. But I don't know. And then Trina was the first one to go see Curtis after he got out of surgery and she was overwhelmed and mm-hmm. ran out. I understand him being able to only have one visitor at a time, but where Portia's a doctor. Right. I feel like her and Trina should have gone in together and then maybe Trina just not stay as long. Like I know Trina is an adult, but she's still a child and she has mixed feelings about Curtis because he's her dad, but he's not her dad. And that was just a lot to take in at once. And Portia could talk her through what this right. I mean, I've never seen anyone in that. So if I saw someone in that state, I would want someone talking me through, this is what you're seeing. Right. Well, you I know? thought it was weird that the nurse didn't do that because they usually have pretty compassionate nurses, even if it's not ones that we see every day. And I feel like, I don't know, anytime that I've been in the hospital or been to see someone in the hospital especially when i was younger that the nurses like took a second to be like okay honey like you know you're gonna hear this this and this it's all normal like we're taking good care of your dad grandpa whoever not just to ignore her and turn around and walk out (laughs) or why did portia not say that ahead of time like from the window hey open up the window so i can point things out to her yeah because she's never seen this Right. So then she gets overwhelmed and runs out and Portia's like, oh my God, did he die? And she's like, no, I'm just overwhelmed. There's too much stuff in there. I wasn't prepared. And then Portia went in and she took like a super long time and it was annoying Marshall and Aunt Stella because they wanted their turn. And and I thought the same thing. If there's a group of people who want to see someone, you go in for like five minutes and then come back out and let everyone have a turn. And then you go in and sit there for a while. You don't just suck up all the time, but whatever. I just, I I don't know. I love Curtis, but I feel like we knew that this was what was going to happen once he got shot. Well, and then Sonny called Nina. Because remember, Nina and Curtis are supposed to be best friends. Yes. And we never see them together anymore. Nope. But... If we could have the Nina that was in the hospital for Trina and Portia and then who she is for Sasha. Right. That's probably what frustrates. I don't know. That frustrates me the most. I don't know. You just don't like her. I know. But it's like because we can see that she definitely has it in her to be this kind and compassionate and caring and understanding. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Oh, I liked when Zeke got Jordan to the hospital and she's like, no, 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 we have to, I'm the highest ranking person here right now. We have to get statements. And he's like, hey, Dante, do you need statements from us? Right, right. And Dante's and like, like, well, no. X, Y, Z. And he said, nope. He's like, go. Yeah. <laughs> go do what you need to do. 
And then at the hospital was Molly and TJ. And Molly's trying to comfort TJ. And then Christina comes over. And she was trying to be nice and, like, uplifting. And he snaps out on her about how things could still go very wrong. And why is she acting like it's time to celebrate and blah, 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 blah. I'm not liking any of this. They're rewriting Christina. When Mm -hmm. has it been? Okay, other than the mod princess, which we don't talk about. They literally never, ever, ever reference it. Right. It has never been the Christina show. And then TJ's like, every time you have something go- good happen in your life, Christina has to have something bad happening. Um, She was being abused like no other with her boyfriend. Right, right. She was, she was in, in a cult. cult. Yeah. Like, Sorry, it has Molly, been... you haven't had any bad things happen in your life. But guess what? Bad things happen while good things are happening, too. Yeah, exactly. I... <sighs> Yeah, I don't think that Christina ever sought out bad things so that she could be like, you're going to pay attention to me. She's never been an attention seeker. Always tried tried to hide the Kiefer stuff. She tried to hide being in a cult. Yeah. You know, it. mm. And in this case, she was honestly trying to help you. Like, she has never had the thought of having a baby for any reason yet. And now she's like, okay, I could give up my life, my body for nine months so that you can have a baby. I loved how Sam shared with her because Alexis was just like, you're not prepared for what it's going to take to have a baby. Mm -hmm. And to be fair with your first, you never are like read all the books. You do all the things, but they're none of them are accurate guys. Sorry. You're pregnant with your first baby. All the books and everything you're reading is lying. You're going through your own experience. That's it. Yeah. And Sam reminds her of how she felt and then how she felt when she lost Lila. Yeah. And I think that Christina hadn't considered the fact that she could also not carry, even though I give her credit. She went to her doctor. She's like, Hey, listen, I'm not even anywhere near possibly having a baby, but I should probably get myself checked out too. Right. Like they both said they share more DNA. Yep. Yep. We share extra special DNA because our dads are brothers too. But right. So, I mean, they have, which side does it come from? Does it come from Alexis's side? Does it come from the Sonny and Rick side? Yeah. You know, is it even that? Who knows? But I like that Christina did that. So it does sound like she put in some thought. She just hadn't considered the fact that because she's not experiencing the endometriosis, that there's any other reason why she would not be able to carry. Right, right. The one thing that Sam did leave out was what caused her miscarriage was the extreme stress she had been under, mm-hmm. but, but she did have an issue with baby Lila. It just wasn't, wasn't it? She would not have survived anyway, even if she hadn't been under that stress. There was something, it was, it was the placental abruption, right? Yeah. So that would have happened regardless of right. Alexis having there caused, was no way caused a to... ton of stress. Yeah, there was no way to predict that happening. So it's not like if she would have, you know, done something else for the last couple weeks or whatever, it would have changed. It's just something that happens and you don't know why. Right. It was just a matter of time. It just happened to be the timing was when Alexis was asking her for the stem cells to save Christina. Right. But I think that, but I feel like that's a normal thing. You don't really consider the fact that like TJ and Molly had never considered the fact that they would not be able to have children. Mm-hmm. Christina had not considered the fact that, well, I'm healthy, quote healthy, you know. Right. I could do this for my sister. It would be not a problem. Right. 
So no, I just, I mean, I understand if Molly needed to say, I'm not ready to talk about this now. And you're not respecting what I said, because I told you, I don't want to talk about how to resolve any of it right now. I just want to wait a little bit. And that may mean missing a shot somewhere, but that's the choice I'm making. Stop pressuring me to go into a decision, but to snap out on her, like the reason that she offered was just because it's the Christina show was, and she can give TJ what she can't. Right. She never, it was never a competition over TJ or trying to be, I understand if Molly would feel that way, like, I'm resenting whoever carries the baby because they're getting this. But to say it that way to her sister, it was like, no, she's not trying to make a move on your man. Like, stop. Right. I just found it. I found it very odd. And I feel like it's even more difficult for, for at least me to receive this new storyline with different actresses. Yeah. So it's, we talked about it before. They typically do rewrite the character to some degree once we have, a different like a recast mm-hmm. but i'm not buying this christina is selfish and is all me 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 right right you know, she has been through some hard stuff yeah fortunately molly hasn't but she's never been resentful to molly right or, exactly well you've never okay i've actually been talking about cults a lot lately and i don't know why <laughs> okay but there is a but there is a situation that has i'm not in thank you but there is a relationship with someone that I, not with me, someone I know is in a relationship that is being heavily influenced to do things that they would not otherwise do. Okay. And there is no reasoning with them. And it occurred to me, that's how people like, and this is someone that I would never think would ever join a cult Mm -hmm. or anything, but this one person has been able to influence them Okay. into a completely different lifestyle change. And it's just, you see it. Yeah. You know, and it's really, I don't know, it's been a while. So this is something I should have seen like a long time ago. Yeah. But again, even as someone, and it's someone that I'm very, very close with, even being that close and kind of watching the slow motion part of it. You're still, I mean, that's like, you hear about cults, but you think of them as like some weird thing that happens somewhere else, not right in your neighborhood, in your state, whatever. So it's not but the it's first also how people think. wind up getting into and staying into abusive relationships because they believe everything that this person is telling them. So that's how Christina wound up in a cult because she had gone through horrible things, found the feelings that she needed Mm -hmm. and didn't realize how off track and reasonable. I don't know really what the right word is there. Right. But like, she's never been resentful to Molly for being basically everyone says it. Molly's perfect. Yes, exactly. You know, exactly. Christina they all call her the screw up. So yeah, exactly. I guess attention gets focused on her, but she's not always asking for that attention. Mm-hmm. And if, I mean, some people are just more dramatic than other people. So, okay. I think that Christina has always been a little more dramatic than Molly, but I don't think that it was ever in a like malicious way of no, ignore Molly and pay attention to me. Right. So yeah, she's never done anything. Attention, see- attention seeking. Right. And then Alexis calls Sunny. And asks him to be the bad guy, but won't tell him why. Right. That was just ridiculous. I don't I'm think sorry. Fair. Yeah. If you're co-parenting, you can say, hey, listen, I'm going to tell you this. And I need you to pretend like you didn't hear it yet and that you're shocked or whatever. And especially in this case, it's a little bit different because the one daughter is being affected by the other daughter that's not his. But we all know that Sonny cares about Molly. He cared about her even if she wouldn't be his niece. Absolutely. He's, he's just like that. But 
especially since that's his niece, if she would have said, hey, listen, it's not being like openly discussed, but she's having fertility issues and Christina is trying to be nice, but it's being interpreted a different way. And I just don't think that Christina understands how much goes into this. Mm -hmm. So that, yeah, that whole conversation was just ridiculous. You can't ask me to do something and only give me half the information. Right. And basically say, I need you to be the bad. She said, and yeah. fair enough. I mean, moms, typically we are the bad guy. Like it's right. But not with Sonny. Sonny needs to have this information because also he is funding her starting this business. Mm-hmm. And nobody's mentioned that. Nobody has said, well, how do you think you're going to start this business? You can absolutely, I worked and I was pregnant. Like you can absolutely work and be pregnant. But there's a different stress with starting up the kind of business she wants to right, versus right. I was working a very routine job. And the extra stress that comes from you're carrying someone else's baby. I mean, right. I thought it was it was great for her. And in fact, at first I forgot when she said to Maxie, what's it like to be a surrogate? I'm like, when was yes. Maxie a surrogate? And then I remembered. But yeah, we saw that storyline with Maxie. It was so much pressure for Maxie to make her best friend happy that she was willing to pass her own kid off as their kid because you just don't want to disappoint the people. So to be your sister, like, yeah, the stress she's going to have on her to make it work the first time and whatever, like, it doesn't matter what fertility treatment you try, it's not guaranteed to work at all. And especially not the first, second, third time. So she's going to be stressed out when she's taking these meds and timing these shots and doing all that. And then it doesn't work. Right. Plus starting a whole business. I did like how I liked that she asked Maxie I liked how Maxie responded, cut it short, and yes. was like, I can't talk about this. Right, it, right. Because if we had seen Maxie, I like how we saw Sam struggling to find the words to explain what happened with Lila. Right. And I like that we saw Maxie being like, you know what? He, here's the hint. It was hard. Right, right. Exactly. You know, like, I can't talk about it. There you go. Right. I'm not mentally prepared for that right now. If you really want to have a conversation, maybe we can schedule that a different time. Right. This but- is not a... Hey, how you doing? Right, exactly. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I guess we could just go from there where Maxie had just come from being with Sasha. Mm -hmm. I saw all over the place online that the reaction that Sasha is having to the new meds mixed with the old meds is like the slimmest chance ever reaction. And so I don't like that they're throwing her into this mania. I think it depends on the dosage because maybe 
So when I first got on Wellbutrin, mm-hmm. I was very, the first couple of days, like after the first couple of days that I took it, I felt so energized. I don't think I okay. felt that energized. But so if he's giving her a dosage that mixes that way with it, and that's what he told Gladys, is right. that it will give you, so he, he tweaked that. He made sure that whatever the dosage is, however, I don't like that she's just popping them. Because if you're right. taking something that is... Right. A prescription says take twice a day with a glass of water or something like that. But it also, say, there are some that say if you're feeling this way, you can take up to X amount or... And I don't take that anymore. But I definitely was not carrying it with me. Right. In my purse. I wasn't popping multiple a day. I... Because I, didn't they... He just said it was like five milligrams. Yeah. It was supposed to be something real little. But maybe it was just... Maybe it is the... He's intentionally doing it. So we have to trust that he intentionally made that 1% chance happen. That's true. That's true. I guess if he knew how to formulate it to make that happen. I just, I didn't like how, like being manic, I've seen people in manic episodes before, but it was almost then like she was. She was high. She was exactly how she was when she was taking the Coke. And and it was like, she was like hallucinating the stuff with Maxie. And I don't feel like it would make you hallucinate. Like Maxie and them being there shopping together. It was like they had a conversation about the clothes for um, Willow. Willow. Yeah. And that it was comped and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, no, the story was completely different. She was by herself. She took it off the rack and jammed it in her bag. Like, of course, that was stealing. Right. And Sasha doesn't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know they need to find a way to take her off screen for a while because of her having her baby. But I just wish that they would have done anything else than give her Deception's yet another international. I loved that solution from you when you said Deception just goes international or she goes yeah. international because Deception is international. Right. Right. But she should be going and doing the press releases in France and yeah. Europe, like all over Europe and everything. And it would make a sense that she needs a break from Port Charles. She could say, I feel like myself again, but I also feel like there's a lot of bad memories here. So let me go create good memories elsewhere by taking this international. So I just, I don't understand. And then I didn't understand at the same time. So they have her go home. Like she went to the police station. The charges were dropped thanks to Maxie and the store owners, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes home and uh, Gladys is, Gladys brought her home and Nina stops over and Nina like doesn't talk to her. She's like, Oh, go ahead. Gladys will explain everything. And Gladys is like, yeah, she's going crazy again. I don't know what to do. And that's just it. Like no one asks any questions. Has anything changed? Like, are you, you know, are you thinking about Liam more now or Brando right now? Like what is going on with you? They're all just like, Oh my gosh, she's suddenly crazy again. Like, wouldn't you ask? Like, right. Sorry, like what you happened? and I are good enough friends that if you started acting like completely out of my frame of reference for you, I would be blunt enough to be like, hey, did you start a new med or something? Or is there like something going on? But that's the thing too, is that when I do change, like when I have changed in the past, she asked the doctor, what should I be looking for? Right, right, you know? right. And she, I think that I have asked you to let me know if you've ever noticed anything, like whenever I've changed things, but I sure as heck told like my husband and my kids who were around me the most. And I've said, here's things that I need to be looking out for. If you happen to see them and I'm not noticing them, right? can you let me know? Because it is also possible for the person to not realize that it's happening to them. 
Right, right. And so I know Gladys isn't going to ask that question. She already knows the answer. But I can't believe that I Nina. Think Nina's on to her. I hope so. I hope so. After that conversation in the hallway where she's like, should I call the um, courts and let them know? And Nina's like, no, there's nothing to report. Like, don't get her into trouble for no reason. And I, Brand or Cody's always been on to her. So I'm hoping that he follows through too. I think that he's going to be the one to ask those questions. So what has changed? Yeah. You know, you're not asking like yourself, your, and Maxie did ask her and all she said was meditation. Yeah. Right. No. Mm -mm. Maxie could be like, so I, I take yoga and I've been focusing on my breathing and meditation and I'm not getting that same. Right. That's high. High from it. Yeah. So what are you doing? That maybe yeah. I, I got three kids. Maybe I could benefit from that a little bit. Exactly. You know, I what are you doing? Some of that energy. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I hope they figure it out. Yes. Okay. They have to send her away for rehab or whatever, because she needs her maternity leave, but at least have people ask the right questions. Right. And the reason why Cody wasn't there, he was her one call. And the reason yeah. he didn't pick up is because he was being detained by Selena Wu. Exactly, because he had just thrown the card game for Gladys, and she is too stupid to realize it. I Okay, so I didn't see it before, but I definitely agree with you that she has a gambling addiction now. Now that she's going and buying all the things, when she was booking the spa treatment and everything, I thought that that was more of a, I'm going to treat myself, not mm -hmm. necessarily, yes, we knew she was spending Sasha's money, but I think that she was just overdoing it. Yeah. But now, I 100% think... She's addicted to the lifestyle. She wants the fur coat. She wants the the big fancy things, you know? Right. Uh, I think I'm the most mad that she's messing with her meds. Like that's Yes. Yeah. Just... No, it takes us back to um, Ava with Morgan. Like yes. don't mess with someone's dosage. That's, that's major. Yes. And especially someone that you say you care about. Like how can you say you love me and you want what's best for me and then you're purposely sabotaging my life? So... For my money. See? See? This is where that money thing comes back to. Yeah, because they're taking it when they're not entitled to it. Martin is entitled. He has a court order. Okay. So does Gladys. Ooh. But Gladys, no, that was not like mic drop. Gladys is still <laughs> taking the money. She's supposed to be looking at Sasha's best interest is in that court order. Yes. yes. And, and she's taking not the money. Okay. Exactly. It's all mic drop over here. Thank you. That was not a mic drop. <laughs> oh, I did want to know. I watched, not to get into reality check too soon, but I watched two movies, went to the movie twice this week. And the first was um, Indiana Jones. Don't tell me about was, it. We haven't gone yet. I'm not going to tell you about it, but they were signing a document and it was in that pretty blue packet again that they always show on GH. And I was like, I just want court papers that are in a pretty blue packet. We will get you a pretty boot packet sometime. I don't understand why that's how they show it in TV shows. When and movies. we make it okay, so when we make it big, I will <laughs> gonna, ask that our contracts be done in the pretty boot packet. But All we right. have to get there. Okay. All right. I'll work for the blue packet. <laughs> but if it doesn't come in a blue packet, I'm not signing. Yours can be blue, mine can be purple. It'll be great. All right. I'll agree to that. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, that's what made me, when we were talking about court documents, that made me think of that. What so, was the other movie that you saw? Well, you can say that for reality Yeah, check. I'll do that. That'll be my reality check. I just, the blue packets. The person, the other couple that I went to see the movie with um, are 
they one of them just got divorced a few months ago like it was finalized a few months ago so when i saw the blue packet in the movie i wanted to turn to them and be like did you get a blue packet i didn't get a blue packet so yeah anyway um yeah cody couldn't be there for sasha because he was negotiating for his life with miss Wu because she was aware that he threw the game to let gladys win and he's thinking, oh, we'll let Gladys win so she can pay back her debt and then stop stealing from Sasha. And instead, she goes and buys fur coats and matching belts and a bunch of other crap at the fancy store. So what does white ink do to cards? Do you know? I think it's just a way of mark. I think you you can't see it, but you can feel it on the card to, like, count it to help with your card counting. Okay. But I'm not positive. I have never researched that. I liked that. Mac is who caught Sam taking photos of Ms. Wu. They yes. When went to Pier 54. Yes, they did. Discussion. I like them together. I want them to work together. Yeah, I liked them together too. They like... Not together together. No. I like them as working together. Yes, because they were honest with each other, but not too honest. And even then they were honest with each other. She was like, I don't know that I can tell you why I was taking pictures. And he's like, yeah, I already know about that game. And then she's like, oh, so you're trying to take Miss Wu down, but you don't want Cody to get in trouble. I see it. I didn't like that she basically said Cody was, there was something that she said that I didn't, I didn't like that she was like, Cody's a bad guy, but I don't yeah. think he would do this. Right. And like Max said, he's not stupid enough to steal a bracelet and put it in his pocket. Thank you. Exactly. But Max said something that they're going to need more than this backdoor poker game to take down Ms. Wu mm -hmm. because she's a crime boss. Capone was found on tax evasion. He can 100% take someone down on something super small. Right. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't want them to bring Ms. Wu down because I like her. So just leave her alone. We are friends. Right. We need to keep Lydia around. We like her. Exactly. So but I'm I'm liking seeing Sam and Mac possibly working together. Yes. And oh, that was also mentioned though too. Uh, Jordan or Nina. One of them mentioned could it have been someone from Curtis's past that wanted to shoot him? So it was kind of just ironic that Curtis was the one shot. Yeah. And there also is a possibility that there could have been someone from his past that he had been a PI in a case against that right. was going up a retaliation. So I'm glad that that was dropped quick. Yeah. No, but I thought that, that was interesting that it, it was a possibility for a minute. Yeah. And then Sam took scout to, I think it was Logan's department stores where they were. Okay. And Gladys is trying on that fur coat. Uh-huh. She and Sam talk back and forth about things. The bracelet. And then Gladys yeah. is like, don't let her pick, Talking about Scout, a child. Right. Don't let her pick the pink. It's not her color. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I don't like a lot of stuff Gladys is doing right now, but I still don't feel like she would do that, say that, with an earshot of a child. Right. Right. Exactly. But, and she has Dante in her phone as Sonny's kid. Yeah. Because he doesn't have more than one. Yeah. Right. But then Sam and Scout talked about her not wanting to get a dress because Drew wasn't going to be there to take her to the dance. Mm -hmm. And then Scout told her what she's, she said, when daddy picks me up, he always asks me this and this. How many, how many laps I swam and how long I held my breath or something like that. Yeah. Um, I thought he was her coach. 
I thought so too. I thought he was the swim team coach because that was a big, that was mentioned. Yeah. But they're going to write things down and share them with him. So I like that they did that. And Mm -hmm. Sam's buying her both dresses. In most instances, you don't do that. But she's like, nope, you're getting both because. Yeah. You've had a rough week. Let's go. Yes. And then on to the other cute kid, Wiley. (sighs) That that little mustache. That was a really cute. I liked that. It was very sweet. I liked it. I liked that they're like slowly introducing us back to Michael and Willow as a couple, but it's kind of like realistic. Like we shouldn't be seeing them constantly. She should be resting. She shouldn't be having a ton of visitors. Mm -hmm. She shouldn't, whatever. So they let Sasha come in just to show her manicness and then chase take her away, which I thought was weird. He would have taken her outside, but whatever. And then you got to see the little romantic thing of Wiley wants to take her to Paris, even though she's not ready to go to Paris yet. Right. So I thought that was sweet. And they bought the Frenchiest food that they could find. (laughs) And Michael's like, I'm not pronouncing all these. Right. Right. You're getting the American version or the Americanized saying, I just, I'm sorry. I have like very little to compare this to. So I don't know, but I kind of feel like sex would be the last thing on my mind, even though Michael has been by her side and you know, like there's definitely that, that level. Yeah. But I just feel like if I was just getting back, I don't know. I don't know. See, so I was talking to someone this week and we were talking about me having COVID recently. And um, she was saying that she had had COVID, you know, a couple months ago or whatever. And, or whenever it first like came out or however you're supposed to say it. And she said that the worst part was for her was the, quarantining for the 10 days and being away from people like you just wanted like she was lonely you just wanted to talk to people to be have someone in the room with you blah 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 and her husband made the joke yeah she even offered for us to be intimate and I was like you have COVID no and she was like I just like I needed I needed that normalcy I needed someone close to me like I needed that interaction so I'm that's what Willow said they could still cuddle they could still like so I mean it's not the full-fledged but I mean it's like they're still allowed to that it's just not that and I was yeah and Michael has not even given a hint of pressure right 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 right. so I just I thought that was weird maybe it's another one of those wife guilt things though but it's not like we saw them progressing to that point and her having to say, listen, I can't. Yeah. It was just, hi, I'm going to sit down on the couch out of the blue and just let you know, by the way, that can't happen. You know, it's if they had done it differently where they had been kissing and things mm-hmm. just seemed to be progressing. No, see, I was taking it more as like, she already feels guilty that these different things have had to change around the home because of her and that he can't do certain other things because he has to take care of her and help with her and blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, and on top of that, I can't even be intimate with you because the doctor said we're not at that point yet. I guess. No, so, I don't know. But then they went to Paris. So that's cute. Yes. That was so cute. Uh, him with his little accordion. That was adorable. Is there anything else? Yeah. But it's kind of all over the place. So real quick before, so Joss and Trina went on a picnic, but then Joss asked Dex to come when it was supposed to be Joss and Trina right. having some girl time because they haven't had friend time, yes. but Joss right. just can't go five minutes without Dex's tongue in her mouth. So Right, exactly. And she even said, oh, what are you doing here? He was like, you told me to stop by. 
Okay. And then she says to Trina, for a second, I was like, yay, Joss, you're owning it. And then she justified it wrongly. She was like, how I broke up with Cam was not right. After the hook, emotions flew. She had already kissed Dex and was into Dex before the hook thing happened. Yeah. She was already cheating on Cam before the hook happened. Yeah. If it had happened the way that Joss is remembering it. Right. It's like when... Sonny and Brenda hooked up in the catacombs because they thought they were going to die. Yeah. I still don't think that, I still don't understand that, but right, that's the thing, you know? Yeah. No, you guys were already doing stuff. Don't blame it on the hook. Right. But then Joss lets Trina know that Spencer is doing the parenting class with Esme because Grandma Bobby shared. Yes. So we're not even close to being there yet. No. And she oversees that kind of stuff. So she doesn't run the class. Trina asks, oh, does she in charge of the class? No, she oversees it. Right. Wouldn't that still fall under confidential information? I don't know. I don't feel like it's HIPAA, but I still feel like you don't share a hospital record of any kind. I don't know. I don't know. But then they get the call that Curtis was shot. Yeah. So they go to the hospital. And yeah, Joss is trying to be nice and go find Spencer to be with Trina. And then she goes off on Esme. And I thought, you're just like adding fuel to the fire because Esme wants to know that she's messing with Joss or with Trina and Spencer. And they had taken, so Spencer and Esme had been in the parenting class. Spencer was doing a good job by saying, well, bedtime's at seven. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, what do you think? And he's like, well, you say that you put him down at seven. So I'm saying like, that's his bedtime at seven. Right. And she's like, well, I never asked you. I think that's, that's not. Right. That whole parenting class was completely ridiculous. I get that you need to communicate. You have different expectations, uh, especially if one of you have had a child before and the other one hasn't or whatever. But I'm sorry. I don't remember sitting down with my ex and being like, so what time should we put the baby to bed? Right. Like, it started I'm the one well by saying you guys need to be able to communicate and work yes. through these things. Okay. So then you need to learn how to communicate when it was a sleepless night and you're both exhausted and you want to tear each other's faces off. Right. Right. Exactly. You can't. Right. But, but babies tend to have a certain schedule on their own that you kind of try to tweak a little bit to fit better into your schedule, but it's not a, and, you know, anyone that has a baby knows that they're not just like, okay, baby, it's nine o'clock, go to bed. And they instantly fall right. asleep and right. don't wake up till the morning because that's our schedule. It does not right. work that way. Or how to talk about big decisions to be made. Again, right. bedtime is not, unless somebody is like, we want them to stay up all night. And the other one's like, no. Yeah, exactly. But then we see them talking after class because they got gold stars and they had the perfect answer or they had the same answers. So you guys are really in sync together. Yeah. And Spencer seemed like he was trying to be kind to Esme. Right. And he took what Laura said to heart that they have to get along. They have to work together. Blah, 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 blah. Then Joss comes in. And then after Spencer leaves to go get Trina, oh, Portia was sweet when at first she snipped at Spencer when he offered help. And then she said, I know that you are trying to help. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because he really was. He was like, he was. okay, what, what can I do? You know, and that's the only thing that he has to offer. Right. In that situation. That's the only thing that he has to offer is, hey, I can, I have some connections. I can help. Right. Move something along if you need it. Yeah. He probably wasn't thinking about the fact that he was also talking to a doctor. 
Right, right. But I think, but he was, he was just trying to help the situation. But Portia saw the way that Trina was so relieved when Spencer held her. Yeah. So I think she might back off a little, maybe. I hope so. She has other things that she needs to be focusing on. Like, I don't know, saving her marriage. Right. But yeah, I don't. But then Esme comes down and is like, Spencer and I were so worried about you. Let mm-hmm. us know if there's anything that we can do for you. Yep. She's just trying to get on Trina's nerves. Now it's intentional. Now it is 100% Oh, intentional. yeah. Oh, At first, yeah. 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 You could not deny that that was intentional this week. And regarding Spencer, Spencer himself, not yeah. just, I need someone to be, because I mean, we were both single moms. Right. It can, right. It can be lonely. Yes. So I could understand when she's at home and Spencer's supposed to be there and they're supposed to be parenting, maybe not having Trina over, like maybe that just making you feel like, but I don't have anyone. Yeah. But now it's definitely focused attention on Spencer. Right. So, but then Finn and Liz have decided to try again. Yes. They had a conversation about that. Chased it up to Tracy. Oh yeah. That was the big thing that happened this week. And Brooklyn, Brooklyn was getting the- ready to tell him. Yeah. And Tracy chimes in and Chase took it as Brooklyn was just going to tell me that. Yep. Brooklyn was going to own up to it. And Tracy even said, I just got them back in the room. It really was your own merit that changed their mind. I just got them back in the room. Right. Exactly. And Brooklyn was like, all right, cool. Now I don't have to work at deception anymore. And Tracy <laughs> reminded her, um, yeah, so you just kind of committed a felony. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I felt bad for Brooklyn then. Like, oh, darn, I forgot that fact. Yeah. I love that Chase is standing up to Tracy, and I think Tracy is starting to really respect it. hmm And then we saw Lucy and Felicia go to the attorney's office. Yes. Montgomery, Barker, and Brown. Are those people that we should know their name, Barker and Brown? Not that I recall, now. Okay. Could Felicia have been a little bit more obvious? Right? Felicia was but- like, can... If you want to, like, go somewhere, I'm totally fine sitting here in the office with no one watching over me. That would be perfectly fine. I'm just going to sit here. Right. If you need a break. If you need... Lucy Genius. Yes. Exactly. I have a very particular coffee order. Right. But if I was the secretary, I would have gone to him and been like, hey, yeah, I'm not sure about these two because that one just told me to leave. And now this one's telling me to go get coffee. If Felicia hadn't said anything and it was just the coffee order, I would be like, oh, okay, that's fine. Right. So how they're playing it is that Lucy is a widow Mm -hmm. and needs help settling her husband's affairs. Mm -hmm. She brought no paperwork with her for him to review, but flirted with him to the point where he asked her out. (laughs) Right. And Felicia pulled one file that said maquillage, and that is French for makeup. Uh Uh-huh. So... Do we now? Here's where I'm getting. Is she looking for Martin's divorce files, or is she looking for what is she looking for? Maybe that's I, the one that actually makes sense for her to have pulled, but she didn't know it. Right, right. I bet that that's it. I bet that's why we saw that name. But then she was like, "Well, that doesn't matter." Yeah, I put it down because she's trying to make sense of why he is so against taking any credit for the deceptor. Yeah, or why he's getting fifty thousand dollars a month. Because we yeah. should told her about that. Right. Interesting. But I don't know where to go from there. Right. It really was like, we just need more information. We saw that five minutes of her searching the office and not finding anything. And then 
them leaving and talking about that was a genius thing to have the cook the coffee order. So Jackson Montgomery is from All My Children. This is the person that when we were speaking with Rob, I forgot that I liked him. Yes. Because his daughter's autistic and I liked how he interacted with her. I'm kind of bummed that he's being brought in for Lucy's paper and not for maybe fighting for special needs and mm-hmm. having a line around Leo, perhaps not receiving the services that oh yeah that would or something good. like that. Right. I was kind of, this is something that we saw all over online. I mean, there was, I try to avoid things like crazy and there was no way of avoiding it. Yeah. But that's not what his specialty was back when he was on no. all our children. That also really wasn't, but I feel like given his personal attachment that that could have been where he progressed to. Right. So I would have liked to have seen that. So that's yeah. kind of where I'm bummed out. But we're not going to talk about him this upcoming Thursday, but the following Thursday, we will be doing a 411 about a brief history. We're not going into a deep dive on the character because unless unless he winds up staying right, and right. his past needs to make sense. Exactly. But as of right now, yes, he's Jackson Montgomery, but he's not interacting with anyone that was also from his past. Right. That we really need to know until we know more, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I guess but that's why that's... we're not doing it this week. Exactly. Because as of right now, this coming week. Right. As, as of right now, he's just talked to Lucy for a minute. Right. So, but this upcoming Thursday, we are going to be resharing our interview with Perry Shen, which we did during lockdown. No, we were in person. Yeah, we were in person. We had just gotten back to being in person, though. Mm-hmm. Because it was from August 6th, 2020. So almost three years ago. He wasn't even oh on the God. show then. That is so crazy that it was that long ago. It did not feel that long ago. But I and- love the interview with him because I think it was one of the first interviews that we really focused on him as a person, as mm-hmm. an actor, instead of just general hospital stuff. Because he told us about the movies that he had been in and we watched um, the movie that oh my goodness gracious what was the name was, of the movie they were in high school i can't remember but that was how we had the whole discussion about how um you know asians are typically playing younger characters better luck and, tomorrow was the name of it sorry okay that's okay and so like i was shocked because he's like yeah when i was in that movie i was like 26 or something like that and i was like what So I don't remember the exact ages, he said. I did not re-listen to the interview. But I just remember that that one was the first one that I walked away from it feeling like, yes, this is, like, we learned so much about him Mm -hmm. personally. I just remember feeling more connected. We're BFS, even if he doesn't know that we are. (laughs) We need to re-talk to him because we talked about a lot of things that have kind of happened. Yeah. We're not going to give away too much. No. So I guess we kind of just jumbled around. We finished up the recap and now it's time for reality check. So on the first, yeah, I I guess I had a good week. It was nothing like super crazy or whatever, but Monday night I had date night with Ryan and another couple and we went to see Indiana Jones and like Ryan has watched those movies a hundred thousand times. I think I've seen them like once or twice. So I was impressed that it was, it had enough back stuff that he was excited by that stuff, but it still made sense without knowing the back stuff that it was a good movie. So okay. I would, I would, I would go and see it. 
And then um, Wednesday night, we went out to dinner with his boss and his boss's wife. So we had two like dates this week, which never oh happened. Goodness. Yeah, Madeline was not happy. She was like, what do you mean you're going out again? Just the two of you. Uh, she had the brilliant idea because we just went to like a bar restaurant. And so she, she had the brilliant idea that her and Emily could come with us and just sit at a different table if Ryan would just give them her his credit card. And he was not going for that. <laughs> but I thought she's pretty smart to propose that. And then um, Friday, Madeline and I, along with my mom, went and saw the kids movie Elemental, which was super, super cute. So I've heard mixed about that. So you think it's cute? I thought it was cute. I I was ready to not like it. I thought it was just going to be stupid, but I thought it was cute at the the end. I mean, again, it's a kids movie, but I thought it was as an adult. If I didn't have kids, I would say it was worth. It'll be worth watching when it comes out on Disney Plus. I wouldn't run to the movie theater, but mm-hmm. as someone that has a kid, it was. She liked it. I liked it. My mom enjoyed it. It was whatever. So yeah. I had those cute little like um play on words that as you like notice the shop signs or the street signs you're like oh that was clever so I like that kind of stuff yeah so yeah that was that was it and we celebrated my um sister and brother-in-law's birthday was both on Wednesday so we celebrated their birthday uh Friday and that was you know just fun ice cream cake was always yummy and then yesterday we went bowling Matt had been on vacation for the week so we went bowling with everybody just to kind of hey how are you blah blah blah. I lost so that wasn't the highlight of my week but (laughs) sorry (laughs) yeah so yeah that was it a bunch of family time but it was nice cool so how about you a lot of work (laughs) Um, yeah just been a crazy couple weeks but I feel like it's starting to not slow down but get to a point where it's evening out time wise got it and yeah I'm like during the week so my daughter started another one of those work programs. So this is her second one tomorrow, actually. So today, um, the day that this is released, I am speaking in front of this group again, but it oh, all nice. speaking in front of my daughter. So this is the group that I spoke in front of last month Yeah, that all knew her. And now tomorrow I'll be speaking in front of her too. And I'm probably going to do another one in August for them. Oh, that's so nice. And so I'm looking forward to that. And I asked her, I was like, do you have any questions about real estate? She's like, no. I'm like, well, yeah, because you come and do so much stuff with me. It's right, a- right. But then, oh, she'll be able to share, like, stuff that she comes and helps me with. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Hopefully she will. And I had no showings or open houses this weekend. So yesterday morning, I went to a farmer's market that I haven't gone to before. Um, One of my friends and I, we like to go to different farmer's markets. And we spent probably two hours just walking around, checking out all the different places. I have eaten so much sourdough and cheese in the past 24 hours (laughs) but it was like addictive i got fresh gouda Mm. and sharp cheddar from a local farm that was there and it was just i'd be outside and i would just come inside i was beside the pool or in the pool and i would get out and come inside because i'm like i just need some more sourdough and gouda (laughs) that's how good it was that sounds awesome And my goal is to finish a book that I've been trying to finish for the past month. I did not finish it yesterday. My husband actually asked if we could go out. And so we wound up going and getting Mexican. And then we went to, we went to Ollie's. He had never been to Ollie's before. Oh my gosh. I know. And so I introduced him to Ollie's and then we went and got ice cream. Oh, that's nice. And then 
yeah, just, it, I feel like I have a weekend. I've had a couple texts and calls since we've been recording that I have to address when I get off, but yeah. Um, like I haven't, I'm, I'm not having to fill out paperwork. Well, I do have a couple things I have to do for tomorrow, but like today to be done right. for tomorrow, but nothing like pressing. Yeah. Stressful. It's, it's pretty small stuff yeah. in comparison. It's just, it's essentially permission slips for something that everybody's <laughs> already agreed to. They just all have to sign off on it. Nice. Without getting into too many details. But yeah, it should be should be a good week, hopefully, coming up. Um, oh, 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 on TikTok, I saw this website called Goblin Tools, like Little Monster Goblin. Goblin okay. Tools, you put in how to do something. Okay. And it breaks it down for you step by step. Oh, that's cool. I immediately sent it to my family. Do you know how many charts and checklists I have made specifically for my daughter right. because to follow, to break down? So I sent yeah. it to them and I'm like, if you guys want to know how to do something. So I just put in there um, how to clean the bathroom. There you go. And it has sweep the floor, wipe down the sink, scrub the toilet, clean the shower or bath, empty the garbage, refill toilet paper, refill hand soap, refill towels, mop the floor. Nice. It's for getting the mirror. It but is. you can also choose how detailed you want it and it's how spicy you want it. So you either choose one pepper and it's kind of a oh, like overview yeah. or you choose the spiciest and it gives an insane breakdown for That's it. That's so awesome. Do you know how much time that would have saved me? Yeah. I mean, I, I really, I can't tell you how many times, I mean, I'm a list person to begin with, but she's had to have them and I have to do the list in order or... Right. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot of work. Yeah. And now I have goblin tools. That's so cool. I can't wait to check it out. Yes. And it was geared towards, it said something about, it's a great tool for ADHD. Okay. And then I was like, no, it's just a good tool for in general, if you don't know right, how to do right. something. So I actually put in, hold on. Did I send this one? How to be an adult. <laughs> Take responsibility for your actions and decisions. Develop good communication skills. Learn how to manage your finances and budget effectively. Take care of your physical and mental health. Build and maintain relationships with others. Set goals and work towards achieving them. Be self-reliant and independent. Develop problem-solving skills. Learn how to adapt to new situations and handle change. Continually educate yourself and stay informed about the world around you. That is so nice. I was just like, okay, how stupid can I get with this? How do right. I And those are great tips. Those are. I mean, they're very basic, but they're really, those are probably some of the top important things of, it's 10. It's 10 steps. Perfect. So, yeah, that was my fun find for the week. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I'm definitely sending it to my kids. Yes. So, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, join us on Thursday as we revisit our chat with Perry Shen. Have this been. would have been before Ms. Wu, too. Yes. <gasps> yeah, we, we talked talk about him. Remember, we asked him. We were like, do you know your connection to Wu? And he didn't know as much as we did. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. He said that he had heard, like, in general, because his dad, like, they right. knew that he was, but right, right, right. Yeah. So we definitely need to talk to him again. I for mean, him she had been like, around, but, like, they hadn't connected. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we definitely need another, another conversation with him. Yes. Okay. Anyway, but, sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> Have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. Stop recording. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. 
Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.